What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to On the Backburner Podcast with Chef Tristan Rogers and Chef Dominic Valenzuela. This is episode seven. We're talking with Marie Yaniguez of Bocadillos here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She's talking about the Food Network, uh, you know, working with Guy Fieri, and her time on the Great American Food Truck Race. You don't want to miss this episode, guys. Miss the kid, go ahead and play that music. Hey, guys, just a reminder, I want you all to follow us right now uh, Backburner PC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Okay, go go check us out right now. Make sure you hit that follow, hit that subscribe button. This is On the Backburner with executive chefs Tristan Rogers and Dominic Valenzuela. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to On the Backburner podcast. This is episode seven. I'm Chef Dominic Valenzuela of Taco 10. And I'm Chef Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits. Yep. And we got the lovely <laughs> Marie Yaniguez <laughs> joining us from Bocadillos, the pride of Burke. She has been a great ambassador for us on uh, the Food Network, all the cooking shows. Just, I mean, the type of person that you want to see representing New Mexico to the rest of the country and the world. You know, So thank you, Marie, for being Thanks, here. We love having you here. We love you, and you just do amazing things not only for us as the industry, but as like you're like the mama of the chefs. Oh, bro, don't make me cry like this early. Oh. We haven't even started to bullshit yet. <laughs> that's how we like to do. Okay. Just like how in the kitchen, you know, when you get in the weeds and you want to cry, you know, yeah. that's why we're called on the back burner. We push you to those limits. <laughs> yeah. Only here there is no walk-in. You might get there's no walk-in to cry. In. So we can't go back there and fight. I don't know what are you telling me. We're actually recording in the walk-in live. Okay. Live in the walk-in, so yeah, so we don't have to travel there to cry. Let's get, let's get a little frigid already, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. For Absolutely. Talk to us, Marie. Tell us. Talk to us and just tell us everything. Tell us. Start from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. <laughs> sure, Rob. I don't need to do that. You guys know my beginning. Governance. No, but the the listeners don't. We mm-hmm. want we want them to, yeah, to the hear. Beginning just of like paint paint the picture. Time? I mean, can you go back that far? Maybe I'm pretty freaking old. You're like the mama of the chefs. Bro. You are the mama of the chefs. We Isn't come that funny? A little lesbian like me could be the mama to Jimmy. <laughs> It's not crazy. It's not crazy at all. It's a little bit. Well, tell was, us, talk yeah. to us. Talk to us about like you know your beginning. Like what what sparked it? What was the mm. what clicked in your head to do this? Well, I figured out that that's what I was good at. I um, been in the kitchen forever. Learned how to cook from mom and grandma. You know the whole nine. And I went in and out of being in the kitchen. I started doing mechanic stuff. I went into the army. Like I, you know what I mean. I worked at stores. I tried everything. I was like, but I always went back to the kitchen. So I think like about 22, 23, I was like, fuck, this is what I'm good at. Let me just see what happens. Because everywhere I worked, when we would go open the restaurants, you know, all the corporates and stuff, I would be like supervisor within like a week. Mm -hmm. I would bump up, it would bump me up. And I'm like, well, shit, I guess I I do it right. I don't know. I I know I'm consistent. Like, you know what I mean? I try to be consistent. But it was just something that I felt like, this is what I'm good at, so mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to stick to. Uh, yeah. So well, that's what I did. You got great leadership qualities, you know, mm-hmm. to to be able to do that, to go into all these different fields and just right away know what the assignment is, know what the assignment is, and you 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 tackle it, you know, and then you you grow, uh, climb the ladder from there, you know. So yeah, that's uh, you know, that's one step of being a being a great chef, you know, is 
knowing that you're a leader, mm-hmm. you know, and owning that position. Well, you know, like when you're in the kitchen, it's just, I guess I always feel like, you know, you shouldn't let your team down. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I was brought up with a work ethic of miners, bro. Right. Like these are copper mining, shovel digging, my mom, right. my grandpas, my family. So we knew work. You have to work to take care of your kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? And seriously, none of us cousins like had dads. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless they were from my uncles. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they were like true men. They were these guys are the cowboys. These right. guys are the hunting. The They'll go all the way out there on packing mules. Like wow. and my dad. You know what I mean? These are hunters. These are we survivors. Mm-hmm. Right. We were brought up the old way, so we learn how to work, and that's what my mom always instilled in me. Like, if you want money, go to work. So yeah. I did. Started like at 12. What was, you know what I mean? Like, what, okay, I got to buy this. We were poor. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I didn't have a lot of money. Right. I didn't have like the toys. I didn't have all that shit. Like, we wanted something. We had to work for it. Mm-hmm. And you learned how to do that stuff. Yeah. What was the dish? What was the dish that you ate when you were younger that was like, I need to learn how to make that. I want to learn. Like, what was it? What was it the first thing you ate that clicked for you? Red, food? Probably like red chili. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my, mm-hmm. that's my everything. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, there's that choice between red and green. I always go red. Red chili I is my, the red. taste of a red chili enchilada mm-hmm. with an egg on top. Mm-hmm. To me, is like magic. Right. That is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That, and, and it was red chili because mm-hmm. my mom used to make me quesadillas and this is since I was a little, little girl, right? Because she would make quesadillas for dinner. We didn't have, like, we didn't have no money, you know what I mean? So yeah. she would put the quesadilla on the, on the fire. Mm. And she never burnt it too much. She put the chili, and she'd always put me a little line of red chili. Mm. So when you, you rolled it up, bro, and you ate it. Yeah. Bro, and I still make myself those to this day. Oh, yes, yes. You know what I mean? So that's yes. the dish, right? That's, that's I, dish. I love red chili. Yep. Yeah. I me love too. a red chili enchilada any day. My mom day. makes them for me. Every every birthday, and I love them. My my wife actually just learned my mom's red chili recipe, and she's been getting really really good at it. So yeah. she yeah. she makes them she makes them for me all the time. And you I'm like my, my favorite dish. <laughs> like mine mine was mine was uh, Frito pie. Oh yeah, dude. Red so Frito pie with my mom's red chili. That's my favorite food. Mm-hmm. Like and Alex like I, I, she always keeps you know beans. She always keeps you know, Fritos feeling. and red chili, and that's that's my shit. That's and my that's go-to. all you need. That's all you need. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes your panza warm. It makes. Your <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always say that. I want to make your panza warm. Let me just Absolutely. do that like that, and that does it every time. And dude, I eat enchilada probably a couple times a week. Yes. Yeah. Like there, I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm making myself taquitos at work, just like stuff in my face, with the <laughs> sure. so I can have that flavor. No, absolutely. Now I have to ask: Is it do you go pods or you do powder? Ah, uh, pods. Pods. Definitely pods. Powder? I've never done powder. Right? That's what I've always thought, but there are, but Definitely because I, in my mind, like red chili should always be gluten free. Like there should be no, no wheat in no it, doubt. no meat right. for any thickener. Right. Thank but you. But people that use powders, they have to use the flour yeah. and, and or the, the coarse whatever use the yeah. roux, mm-hmm. you know, to get it going. You know, but to me, it's always been the red chili pods. And oh like, yeah, it's pods all day. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then you just thicken and it doesn't it up take as long water. as everybody thinks it oh, takes. No. You know what I mean? You could rehydrate a pot of fish and shit. Yeah, exactly. you know start, I mean? start it. Go take your shower. Yeah. Come back. It's ready to in go. Your, oh, yeah. Shower. Put in Make yourself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about 8 a.m. in the morning. Oh, yeah, that too. I mean, what are we talking about here? It's 12 o'clock somewhere. Right. <laughs> I don't have a problem. No. So, so it, I man, never did. Hearing like your background, you're definitely, I, I can feel like you grew up the same way that I did, like the worker, like it sounds like 
a worker's man, like when, sorry, let me slow down. <laughs> I'm so excited just talking to Maria no, over here. Go, go, go. <laughs> but your menu, yeah, Boca de Oso means sandwiches, mm-hmm. and they're hearty sandwiches. So yes. I mean, I feel like it's the workers, the working man's meal. Right. Well, you yeah. want to make you want to feel full. You got to get no, through the absolutely. rest of your day. No, absolutely. You know that energy. That yeah, we have everything, yeah. and it's nothing's in there's processed, nothing's in there. You know what I mean? It's just a good ass sandwich. Absolutely. And hearing your background, that that's it has validity to yeah. it. That's yeah. the way you grew up. You know, it's like. Get out and go work, you know? Start yeah. the day early. Well, we used to get up and my mom would make my dad lunches. She would make him these big old lunches, dude, for work. Yeah. You know, burritos, and she would put him sandwiches, and she would put him snacks. And, like, mm-hmm. dude, it was a it was a lunche. <laughs> like, it was, like, you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like when you go and you're paying for something, like, you should get something out of it. Like, get something, like, good. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's going to fill you up for the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, it should be it should be something Absolutely. that's going to give you the energy. Yeah. It's going to be something that gets you through the... the mm-hmm. Dinner time. And it, it cracks me up too because we have just the other day I had a little older lady, you know, the mijitas go in there, oh, I can't eat that whole sandwich, it's too big. And then I go check on them, they're all, I can't eat the whole sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> makes you feel so good because yeah, yeah. everybody's like, no, it's too big. And then I'll just down that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I think uh, when I, the first time I had your Cuban named Ruben, mm-hmm. That's a good I one. could not put that down. Like, I usually put, you know, you put it down. No, 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 it's like how, how much can I shove into my mouth? Like seriously, it's so good. Well, it's so good. it has everything in one shot. No, absolutely. So that means it makes everything just. You know what I mean? Right. Well, well I mean, what, what, what was it? Like that gave you the, uh, that idea. I mean, like, I want to know more about the sandwich. I get the munchies, <laughs> and I think of things. And that's where they like, come to. You know, I just thought, you know, because you think about, I don't know, anytime I eat anything. You think you want a one-pot shot, basically. Right. You know what I mean? You, right. want to, you want to taste it all in one mm-hmm. shot instead of, like, get this from here and this from there. Like, we're in a hurry. Like, let's just let's just eat. Right. You know what I mean? And I think you need to taste all, everything. You need to taste the sweet, the heat, the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, the crunch from the toast. Everything. Yeah. Like, you have to have all of it in one bite because you're at lunch. Absolutely. So you don't have time to sit there and pick and choose what you want to eat. Right. Like, this is like when you eat a burrito, right? You eat a burrito because you're hauling ass down the road because you're already late. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you want to down that burrito. You want to down that burrito, but when you take a bite of that burrito, you get everything in one shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, you. Um, one of the beautiful things that you did, you started the uh, the vlog, uh, Let's Make Me a Sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Make me a sandwich. That was a good one. We're going to pick was, that up again. Well, soon, hopefully. Me and Tal have been talking about it. But it's just with all the COVID stuff and everything, dude, it kind of like put a damper on it which we still did it but then it just started getting like did you did you label it sandwich or was it sandwich i think it's sandwich yeah so if you're if you're out there listening go go youtube make me a sandwich (laughs) maria niguez you know bocadillos and you'll see these episodes that she made where she invited us local chefs around town to go into a restaurant make her a sandwich or a sandwich as we call it out here in (laughs) Uh, but it for myself like you know being on that and thinking about it, you know, when you asked me to be on it, I had to think about a sandwich that I wanted to make you. It made it, it almost like made me tear up because it made me recall that image of the best sandwich that I ever had, which was one that my mom gave mom, me. Yeah, yeah. And that was exactly the one that I gave you, you mm-hmm. know. And so it's sprouts that, and yeah. an egg, and it was so freaking good. Absolutely, we forget how much food is tied to memories. You mm-hmm. know how it can. That's like a Rolodex, you know? It can boost you up. In well, it like should. Seconds. Like, every food that you eat should should invoke some kind of memory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Like, the, the, the dish for me, like I said, like the Frito pie. Or like yeah. Just the red chili, the it crunch. Makes you happy. The beans, like, that my grandma cooked all day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
my mom's red chili like it's it should invoke the memory yeah. you know what i mean that's when you that's when you know you're doing something right mm-hmm. when people are like oh it took me back to you know this time exactly. or that time like that's food yeah you know? so it, you're doing something right that's and even sure. if you've never even tried that food you remember it because you watched it on on something on the discovery channel or something right. you know what i mean you're like oh i want to try that when you go to a restaurant i see shit like that and then i go to a restaurant and i'm oh i saw that on tv i need to eat great, that like you know what i mean i gotta put that in my mouth right? Right, right or i turn around and i go make it because i have to put those flavors in my mouth because great otherwise it's segue gonna by the way great segue into you know your food network Fame. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, you right did it. That. You walked into oh, it. I didn't mean to. Do that. I didn't even say Food Network. I said I Discovery said, Channel. I, yeah, just, you were on that too, weren't you? Well, they're done the same thing now. Yeah, see? It was the, yeah, oh, like, Humble Marie. Oh, Humble Marie. Tell us. Tell us, please. You told me this story many times, but I want people to hear. Like, how how did, how did was it the first time you got on um, uh, Guy Fieri's... Um, it was insane. So that was 2013. We had opened in the South Valley in 2009, 10, around there. And we were just had the little shop there, but it was more cold cut stuff, you know. When we started feeding the kids at the schools, I outgrew that kitchen. So we had moved to 12th and Indian School. And my employees didn't have jobs that summer. So I thought in my head, because <laughs> we were just feeding kids, right? Mm-hmm. I thought in my head, well, I got to keep these guys employed because they need to feed their families. Right. Let's open a sandwich shop. I always wanted a sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. Always wanted a sandwich shop because I love anything in between two pieces of bread. Basically. Seriously, though. So I was sitting there and I was thinking of my sandwiches I had in the South Valley that were more cold cut style because I didn't have, I couldn't use the kitchen the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put all those sandwiches into real life because I love to slow roast everything, because everything takes longer, it always tastes better. Mm-hmm. Just what it is, it doesn't matter. I 100% agree. Right? And we opened the sandwich shop, and we were about six months in. I think we were making between 75 and 100 bucks a day. Pretty much we were there all day there playing video games, figuring it out. You yeah, get paid yeah. today, you get paid today, I, I won't, you get paid today. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I can get employees money. Um, me and Carla were in the office one night, and... The phone rang and I didn't answer it because it was a different number. I was like, fuck, it's a bill collector. <laughs> so I didn't answer the phone. And then I was listening to the message and it was a lady calling from the Food Network, bro. So it blew, it, it was nuts. I was like, no way, this is bullshit. And then Carla starts, phone starts ringing. And it says, and I said, is that the same number? And she's like, yeah. I was like, answer it. And she's like, can you send me an email or something to tell me this isn't bullshit? Because I don't know if somebody's messing with you. You don't believe this right. is happening. Mm-hmm. We don't only open the six. We only had six months into the sandwich shop. Blake's yeah. hated us. We're in the middle of Blake's and also You got loud burgers and chimichangas, bro. Right. <laughs> we look like a tattoo shop. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, dude. And then we did like a interview with them for like a couple of days. They got our menus, and they're like, "Guy will figure out who he wants to taste if he's gonna go see you." Wow. Da We'll be there in two weeks. Wow. And I only had six chairs. So six chairs. When that thing came out in two weeks, because uh, it came out, they, I didn't even know when it was going to come out. They aired it, they filmed it, and then I think a month later, you're going to air. Wow. So there was no time to prepare. Right. First, I didn't know what to prepare for. Right. And that was just, next thing I know, Guy Fieri's at my shop. And I'm like, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know what That's I mean? exactly how you greeted him, too. I did, it? exactly. Yeah. 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 Because that was, yeah, it was a trip. It was just 
craziness. Yeah. It was craziness. And then from, we showed each other our tattoos and we were friends. Now, just give the listeners uh, an idea as well as ourselves, like just what you had to prepare for to film for that because it's, it's kind of intensive, right? You had to shut down the restaurant. We had to close for two days. Okay. Which wasn't really a big deal. Like I said, we were making $75 bucks a day, so yeah. I was like, cool. <laughs> so we, we, you know, I mean, I'm, I like to keep my kitchens clean, so I didn't really worry about anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they came in, and we filmed with Guy first day. And it was the first time they had filmed this way, too, because normally they come and film you, and then they bring Guy in. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because you have to, like, pour from this side, pour from that side, do things over again, say things over again. Like, it's, it's pretty intense. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I just went to be myself. I didn't know. Mm-hmm what was happening, dude. And I just shot the shit with him and and the camera guys and we all made friends, dude. We're friends to this day. That's awesome. So it was like, it was just, um, it was super cool. But we, what we had to prepare for when it aired was a shit show. Nobody, nobody could have told shit you show what for to me. do. Yeah. No. And they told me, be prepared. Like, <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I'm like, no, nobody's going to watch it. Why would anything? So dude, can you we get- had lines around Blake's. Oh, I bet you that really pissed them off. Oh, my God, bro. I was fighting with the Blake's manager because she would run in. They can't park over here. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) I can't be a parking monitor here either. (laughs) I was trying to make freaking TNAs all day. You know what I mean? So tell us what... um, But it was crazy. It was crazy. So $75 to $100 a day to what? To like $2,500 a day. Wow. On lunch. Yeah. I mean, that's from 11 to 1. I'm sure with what staff you had and that's how much hours. you can get trained by selling 75 to 100. Yeah, that's almost that like... Was, oh, dude, it was, it was yeah, insane. Yeah. You're not ready it to was, it was the It was the be. craziest thing in my life. Mm-hmm. I had never thought that like that would come. Right. And the, the crazy part is that it's been... What was that? 2013? 13. 13. So how many years has it been? Eight, like eight, eight years, eight years. Eight years later, I have people coming in because they still watch the reruns. Wow. But in between, and those I remember two somebody, somebody just wrote that on uh, on Facebook the other day. They're like, "Oh, Marie reruns." Yeah. Or whatever. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, dude. But it keeps it keeps people coming in, and honestly, during COVID, that's what kept me alive. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a bullshit. Yeah. Is all this TV stuff that I got to go, and I was very blessed to go do. It kept me alive mm-hmm. because it was people coming from out of town. It was people that weren't working, so they had a chance to come down mm-hmm. from Albuquerque, from all over the state. Uh-huh. So it was kind of that's what that was. We always call that extra money because you have your regulars and uh-huh. then you have your extra money. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So you know what it is. And it was just the extra money that kept us alive throughout that's this awesome. last year and a half. And, then and that be- was it's, so it's a total blessing. And then in between those shows, you were also on another one of Guy Fieri's shows, which was... Guy's uh, Grocery Games. Guy's Grocery Games, which you took Ryan. your daughter, Ryan, yep. to this competition, yep. and you guys smoked the competition. We had a good time, me and like, my baby. you guys won that one. Yeah. Like, it was... We won a part of it. We didn't win the whole thing, but we won part of it, so... Hey, it's just uh, a win to get win. called, bro. Yeah. It's just a win, it's a win to get called. Right. Like, that's crazy when you get that phone call. Well, but how cool was it working with your daughter? Oh, my like, God, dude. Well, you... <sighs> Uh, what made that that special is that she was going to school to be a writer, right? Mm-hmm. She was that's what her that's what she said she wanted to do, and I always told her, "Mia, you've been in the kitchen with me this whole time. I'm not saying you have to be in the kitchen, but mm-hmm. you're good at it." I always just try to encourage her, let her know she's fucking as bad as she's bad. Right. And when we went, she was like, "Mom, I'm so nervous. What if I don't know what you're saying? What if this?" She freaking tackled it, bro. She handled me more than I handled her. Yeah. There. Um, and when on the plane ride back, she said, Mom, 
this is what I want to do. I'm going to switch my stuff. I already switched. Aww. And she's I'm going to culinary school. Wow. wow. And that's the same thing I told her a long time ago is if you decide you want to do this, like learn the business part, me, huh? Because mm-hmm. I didn't know the business part. And I got into all kinds of shit because of the business mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. I know how to cook. I don't know papers. Mm-hmm. Learn the business part. And she went and did it, dude. And now she's fucking running Boca Dios. Like proud mama, huh? You proud, proud mama. Oh my god, in your face. She's my whole entire being. She is a great soul too. She's just like like you. You're a great soul. So apple didn't fall too far from the tree. We have have a big thing coming from that. I'm going to announce it to you. Yes, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. No, of course. (laughs) Big news. Big news. news. So when we won that episode, yeah, we said. We want to write a book if we win that next part. All right? So this has been 2017, 19, 18, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, 19, Justin was born, 2019, we went. And we were said we wanted to write a book if we won again. So we ended up not winning and came back home, whatever. It was a good time and we had fun. And a few months ago, I got a call from an agent that signed us to write our book. Oh. So oh. right now, we're in the process. process. Of getting our stuff together to write our book. Your that is niece and plus. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be like a food memoir kind of thing. Wow. It's gonna be like our family traditions and what when our family gets together, what we eat at the table. That's wow. So I that's like that's, that's a that big book. that's a big deal. I think. Thank you for dropping <laughs> that crazy. on on the back burner. Yeah. I feel like that is. Well, that's something, wow. that's, shots, something, that's something shots, we've had on shots. the back burner, baby. That's something we've had on the back burner that we talked about and wanted to do, wanted to do, and we were blessed enough for the, now I guess, owner of the agency. The yeah, the owner, the owner of the agency from New York, dude, she's, I guess, saw us on the thing a few months ago on a rerun, and she told them, find them. That's awesome. And they dude. found us. That's amazing. The younger, like, it just... It's weird. Shows... Awesome. You got to give credit to just you and your, just you and your, you know, your, your, your aura, your light, your everything yes. that you shine on everybody. Yes. The universe it's is just giving you yeah. everything that you deserve. Yeah. And it's, what, what that's is, what great they to see. God, ask God and you shall receive or something. And that's what my wife says. You put it out there and you say it out of your mouth and it happens. Yep. <laughs> like, put it well, out in the universe, put it out in God for hear, well, to hear you. And yeah, this is more for like my hito, my, my daughter. Like she loves to write. Right. She's a writer. She loves to write. She's a freaking bookworm. La madre. Yeah. Bookworm. I don't know where she got that from. But <laughs> <laughs> bookworm and she likes to write and she likes to do this. So this is her opportunity to, to do that. And also like write kids books for her yeah. son. You know that's what I mean? Awesome. Like, and so this is, like, I'm I'm loving that this path has taken us to where we can meet her dreams at the same time. You know what I mean? And her being only 25 years old, dude. Absolutely amazing. And if she's going to be an author by the time she's, like, 27. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... That's beautiful. That's amazing. What's next? So, I know that you're Mm -hmm. working on something. Which one? You kind of, we read it in the newspaper. Oh, my mom's. Yes. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, it's my mom's food. It's uh, your mom's food. It's yeah. everybody's mom's food. So this is a new restaurant. This is a new restaurant that I'm opening on Fourth and Roma. Okay. It's <laughs> right across Intake, and if you're from Burke, you know where Intake was. Yep. <laughs> Fourth and Roma, a little further times. up from where they drop us off <laughs> in the morning. A little further Been up. There a couple times. That's Fifth and Roma. <laughs> That's Fifth and Roma. So we're on Fourth and Roma. Um, it's gonna. So the concept is like my, my mom's food, and everybody's mom's food because your mom's learned how to cook from their moms and so on and so on mm. and me being a mom my daughter being a mom 
we want to show you our mom's cooking. Right. So it's going to be like a food memoir. Uh, no, that's my, that's the other one, huh? Shit, that's the same thing. Concept, goddamn. Same, same kind of same concept. Same concept. Jesus. <laughs> same thing. You got I forget what I'm talking about. You're consistent with everything you want to do. And that's well, amazing. it's all, you know, I just, I, you know, I listen to the stories that my mom, my, my grandma, my grandpa would tell me. You know what I mean? Throughout all these years. Right. So I listen to those stories. And I want my daughter to tell her son those same stories. That one day your grandpa Nacho did this, or one day your grandpa Fred did this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You want them to know the stories and traditions of why do you do the red chili and pods? Right. Yeah. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that at this restaurant you can go and get your pizza full and happy. Nice. So it's all based on that. So it's going to be like little bowls of cariño. Okay? So cariño. You're going to have a little bowl of beans and calabacitas, a tortilla, and two pieces of cheese on the side. Hello. You can go in there and just be happy. And get that memory that you want. Because I feel like right across APD, right across the police, all the police are down there. I look at all these guys because I feed them all the time. And they're young kids. Mm -hmm. Like, they're kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, God, when do they, like, eat? Like, you know what I mean? Because now that we're at the new restaurant renovating, we're watching everybody walk by and they're walking by with fast food bags. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, they need to eat something good. Mm -hmm. right. And if you can go in there real quick... You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. get you something like a bean burrito with See, an egg in it. The, or, you know what I mean? You, that's something quick. And my mom's. That's, that's, so you're calling it my mom's? <laughs> Called my mom's. So if I were to get in trouble, it was like come home and if I would have eaten. You already ate where? At my, uh, mom's. my mom's. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't know the difference. There you and go. And then, well, we're trying to get our beer and wine license. So if you have a drink and yeah. then come home. Nice. And then if where your mom's like, my mom, she'll have your back to the fullest, bro. She just left, Carla. It's okay. Some, some pull-out beds in the store. Yeah, bro, for Go real. Take a like, nap, mijo. Take a nap. For real, bro. Like, oh, yeah, my mom's gonna take a nap. <laughs> and it's funny because there's like, I want you guys to see it. When you guys get a chance, come down yeah, and see it absolutely. for me because there's this little back room, right? Mm -hmm. That I want to put some doors on it, and I want to call it like the mafia room or the freaking mob room because oh, like nice. you know like when you watch yeah, goodfellas yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. they always go through their th to the little restaurant yeah, like yeah. a my mom's yeah, restaurant yeah, yeah. and you go to the back and have your meeting <laughs> I, I, I remember like somebody going up to go use the bathroom and then they open up the wrong door and then they open it up and it's like a gambling hall yeah oh, that's kind of what i want to do and i think it's so funny because we are right across ADD. So that cracks me up so it's kind of a little i gotta have to throw my little stuff in you know what i mean a little jokey joke in there well, so but, we skipped the park because you went, you went from Bocadillos, you moved locations, and then, well, you moved locations twice, correct? Three times. How many? Three. No, three. we were in the South Valley, we are in the North Valley, we were in the Heights, and then we ended up wow. landing downtown. Wow. Yeah, so you moved around a lot, you know? Yeah, I think I just needed to find my space, and I think my space found me. Because right. mm -hmm. it came out at the right time, because that's when Ryan was having Justin, and mm -hmm. I wanted to spend time with my grandson, dude, and right. I couldn't, I needed a break. Yeah. I was doing the schools for seven years. Mm -hmm. So so you said um, that you know the cooking part. You didn't know the business part. You, no. you encouraged Ryan to go to school so she can mm -hmm. get that that knowledge, which I'm, I'm a big advocate for, for going to school yeah. and getting an education as, whenever you can. Yeah. I understand if, you know, for cer whatever circumstances that you don't start off there. Yeah. But I always recommend go yeah. back, get the education, because that will elevate you so much oh, more yeah. and so much quicker. You won't make as many mistakes. 
you're gonna you're gonna know the answers before you have to go ask everybody right. like there's shit that i'm like still have to go ask everybody i call you guys to ask you <laughs> right. you know Why what i mean you, because me this, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> but you just you have to have a different perspective on something right. because me i'm very like black and white like it's either this way or it's that way right you know what i mean i could kind of step in the middle and see which way but i'm like okay you said you're gonna do it like let's do it you mm. know what i mean and when it comes to like business stuff, dude, I don't, I don't under, I'm not a good at math. Okay, I wasn't a good student. Yeah, I wasn't. Right. You know what I mean? I was in the dugout smoking weed and drinking beer. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't learn. I didn't have the educational part. Right. I learned, I learned how to work. Like mm -hmm. I said, you know what I mean? My parents were like, oh, go to school, go to school, go to school. You gotta go to college. Just like, did you go to school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That was it. Half of the time I wasn't at school. Right. But. The, the learning part is the hard part, dude. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the hard part. And I've, I swear to God, Carla has an MBA right now. Because wow. we've gone through it all. Yeah. Carla's in the MBA? I swear to God. She's in the MBA. I'm all, maybe. She's a witch. Did I say MBA? No, no, no. Did I say MBA? He told you I was dumb, and then he made me feel dumber. I'm sorry. But, um, no, I. You know, it's it's um. Dom and his perfect timing. <laughs> with it. Like, did I say that? I was hoping it ain't. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> but it on, uh, dude. It's it's a freaking it's a learning experience. Hmm, Cause yeah. you think you go into it. Oh, I know I. I'll be good at doing this. Right. Me, I'm like y'all stupid. I didn't know you did your. I did. You thought you did your taxes every year like you're regular. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I trusted everybody. I, trusted I didn't know people. I needed that piece of paper. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about yeah, yeah. any of that shit. And the people yeah. that I trusted to do it, well, it didn't work out. Right. So and tell it got it, me in trouble. <laughs> so. what, what I think the the listeners would like to know is like, can you give them that that token, that token of knowledge that you can pass down from your experience? Learn your taxes. Learn your taxes. Do your taxes. Do. <laughs> oh, dude, that's scary. Yeah. You know I'm talking about an inter interrogation room, bro. Yeah. It's scary. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard. Interrogation. And, room. Oh my God! I swear to Jesus. Did they put that light and on it's, you? Um, you know, it it was a it was a taxing. You want to give up? Throw it all away? You want to? Mm -hmm. It's numerous times. Mm -hmm. that I wanted to just I'm throw sure in the towel. The There's numerous times I, I got I got up. the phone calls, dude, of I'm going to come pick all your shit. Really? I've gotten the phone calls of I'm going to put you in jail. I've gotten all these phone calls. And it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. And like I said, something I don't know nothing about, and that's not something my family knows about, so I can't call my family. Right. I'm the first one in my family to own a business. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I could, we don't know that stuff. Mm -hmm. And to pay for that stuff is like thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And I don't have that. Right. So when it was happening, shit was snowballing on me. Wow. Snowballing. <laughs> and it was, it was probably quite a few years of the scaredest time of my life. I went through it for about five years. See, and that's just the quintessential thing, like you say, like, do not be afraid to fail. Yeah, you can't. Fell over and over again and fell often so that you can learn from these mm -hmm. mistakes. It might have pushed you to the edge to where you wanted oh, to give up, but you didn't. Mm -hmm. And now look at you, Food Network star. Uh, <laughs> it was actually like a few years ago, I wanted to go work for somebody, bro. <laughs> like, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's you awful. Did, you did, you, you, I mean, that's the prime example of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And fail and fail often. And people who fail that don't learn from the failure just give up yeah you know what i mean they don't they don't do anything 
and you did not give up. You you kept going and you learned from you learned from your mistakes and look where you are now. Oh, you just you have to figure it out. Right. If this is what you want to do. And I think after like working for yourself for so long, you can't go back. You can't go back. You can't go yeah. back. And it's not going to be the same and you're not going to be happy to go to your mm -hmm. job. There's days dude that I am not happy to go to my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's mine. Mm -hmm. And if I don't feel like going, I don't have to go. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. I do because I'm not going to let nobody down. Because if you want your bodito, I'm going to be there to make it for you. Absolutely. Because it, 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 for me, it gives me a purpose every morning mm -hmm. to wake up. Right. Like tomorrow's Wednesday. I know my man Len's going to be there because mm -hmm. he's there every single Wednesday at 8 a.m. to get a bacon burrito red and red on the side. So I will make myself get up every single day because I know Len's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Len holds a, you accountable. That's, no, that's like, you know what I mean? Thing, I wouldn't right? want to let him down because how am that's I going to challenge him? beautiful right? thing. That's you know what I mean? Otherwise, Len's going to be calling in these worst bill collectors. Dude, like, I'm like, going to come take all your shit. For real, you, bro. It's, um, it you'll gives give you, me my burrito. It does, dude. It burrito. gives you a purpose, though. Like, it gives you a reason to want to go do that shit. Like, oh, and I think if I worked for somebody else, I wouldn't have that reason. Right. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. I think that's just somebody else's. Yeah. As, as all entrepreneurs, you know, we can all attest that knowing, at least knowing your, by yourself, the financial side, the, the reality of the financials. But if you don't, if you're not good at it, get somebody who get is. Help. Absolutely. Hire somebody that is. Because if, if you're an entrepreneur, you're in this for the long run. And if you yeah. blow up, like how Marie blew up, then you don't want to get in over your head, you know, too quick. You know, you want to no, make sure that you have... You, you have the help that you have mad PTSD about it. Like, right. even now, if they call me for a show, I freak out. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, like, oh, my God, they're not going to take me because of this. Oh, my God, because yeah. of this. Like, you you have this sense that, like, you know, and then you have these random ass people that put your shit up all over Facebook. Right, right. Because they think you're, like, a scumbag. Mm -hmm. right. And I'm like, seriously, I'm the only person in the whole entire world that owes taxes? What the fuck? Right. You know what I mean? And you have those. But those things stay in your head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because people are watching you. Like a goddamn, like they're watching every right. single thing you do. So if you have one mishap, you're going to hear See, about it. If you, about, you know what I mean? That's and that's the hard, America. that's hard. That's the thing about America. America loves the story. Find loves the like, bullshit. Loves the, it loves to build you up. But then once one they'll thing happens, down, like, they'll fucking no tomorrow, turn bro. against you. Like, and all it does, is, all it, is is it takes one person to say one thing. Right. right. And then it just froop. Then everybody enjoys it. And you don't even know these fucking people. <laughs> you, right. don't even, you don't even know. They don't know. even know you very well. You know, all you see is what you see. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in newspapers or shows or whatever. You know, all you see is what you see. You don't know what I'm going through. Like, mm -hmm. you don't know that I'm making burritos from 5 o'clock in the morning all mm -hmm. day long. Right, absolutely. You don't know that I'm picking up a freaking 75-pound grill every day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean, dude? Yeah. And my back's starting to hurt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you don't see all that stuff. And... And the thing is that people think that you get paid from the Food Network. We get paid in customers, yes. Yes. But we don't get paid every Not time we come don't. on. Yeah. You're just on there. They, we're they we're on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're on there. But you, we're not getting paid every episode. Right. And you don't know the stress that happens behind the scenes of everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it looks all beautiful because it's made for good TV. Mm -hmm. But it's a good time and it's a total blessing right. at the same time. But it's also hard because... You get, you know, with a fine comb, dude, whoop, you know, right. somebody will find some flaw or something Marie did mm -hmm. back then. And Marie said this. Marie right. said that word. You right. know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And it sucks. So I always have to tell Frank, watch what you say, bro, because somebody... <laughs> oh, and I'll say I'll it all. That's my problem. Frank. Somebody will take it wrong. Yeah. Someone always takes it wrong. They translate mm -hmm. it wrong. Um, now, 
you said that all the stress is behind the scenes. Can you tell us like? Can you yeah, give us an idea. Give us an memory? idea. They're long days, dude. When you go to those shows, mm-hmm. they're long days. Yeah, I mean, and I you're mean, with a bunch of a bunch of strangers, and you yep. don't know what's going on. So, yeah. You're doing this to go here, go there, stand here. And some of those people, like yourself, some big personalities, you know. So you got all these huge. big personalities coming from different and you parts have to match up to that. You have and, to match up to that. And then you put them in this pressure yeah. cooker, you know. And and you, but the. The cool part about it, dude, is that you meet people from all over and you, like, know them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm friends, you know what I mean, with these people, like, all the time. Like, we made friends from all the shows that I've been on, dude, that I talk to every day. I was talking to Misty. She has her own show now in Houston. She was in Tasty Balls. And she won- they won the Great Food Truck Race, right? Mm-hmm. But I talk- she has her own talk show in the morning nice. now in Houston. Like, it's badass, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's, it's so cool to see where this is going. You know, Tim Walker in, in, in New York, when I went up against him on Chop, bro, me and him are still homies to this day. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and that, that's the best part of it. But it's stressful back there because mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And then you're stressed out. Did I even do? What did I even do? You don't even know right. what you did. You don't right. even know what I cooked. I don't even remember. <laughs> I didn't even know what kind of meat that was. But <laughs> <laughs> And that's a true story, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's a true story, but it's pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And then mm-hmm. coming home, either you won or you lost, right. you have that thing in the head. You know what I mean? Oh, I lost. I'm going to look stupid. This, that, and the other. Right. And then you're just like, well, fuck it, dude. I got to go. And that's what you have to look at in real life. It right. wasn't, but you have that pressure and it's mm-hmm. nervous. Like, how are mm-hmm. people are going to view me? Right. What, what, what part are they going to show that I said? Right. What you know what I mean? How is right. it gonna go? So it's like a stressful thing. That's the behind the scenes is the stress of it. It's that was like, one of the things that I thought about know. too. Like you know what I mean? Like my episode hasn't even aired yet, but they're like, you know, people ask you, "How'd you do? How'd you do?" And you're like, "Well, I, I, I lost." You know what I mean? Like, oh, and how do they view you when you come back? Like, oh, you're you're supposed to be chef, and you're supposed like, yeah. You don't know, you don't know who you're going up against. You don't know oh, what the dude. fuck you're doing. Like you know, so there's there is people out there better. You it just broadens it just opens your eyes to a scope of like you know what I mean. We're we're small fish in a big fucking pond. Oh yeah, bro. There's so many chefs out there. You know and, what I mean? and a lot of these chefs are just mom and pop little places. Right. And the little places, and the cool part is like. Like, I could call them and be like, hey, what's up, Suze? She owns a place up here in, in, in Colorado Springs. Remember, we stopped mm-hmm. in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I hit her up, and I'm like, what do you think about this? Because she's a businesswoman, like a mother. Mm-hmm. But she goes to the same bullshit that I do every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. It's no, just on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Tell us about uh, the Great American Food Race. Oh, was hell. Was it? It was cold. But Alaska. it was so beautiful. Dude. Yeah. You, uh, you did First, some fishing, right? <laughs> yes. First, dude, that was my destination place of my life. Like, I could die tomorrow and be happy because I went to Alaska. Yeah. Then I got to fish in Alaska, and y'all know I like to fish. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's my shit. Right. That's my that's that's my jam. Right. Mm-hmm. And to go fish in Alaska for free on the Food Network and get to literally drive through part of Alaska, dude. I mean, we drove, like, hours. Dude, wow. saw so many beautiful things. Wow. We saw moose. Like, we saw a seal. There was seals, like, 30 feet away from my hotel room. I was in this place wow. at the end. It was called Homer, mm-hmm. and it was at the spit, right? So it's very, it's just, it means the end of the end of the earth, end of the world or something. So it comes down, and you can fucking just see the seals out there, dude. The mountains on top, mountains on top of mountains, dude. The wow. most beautiful sunrises, sunsets. I mean, it was like home, but cold. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, here, we see the sandias. Like, yeah. those are heels. Compared to what the mountains were wow. in Alaska, dude, and it was the most fucking cues crazy. And I then love we that got girl. we got quiet Michael, yeah. and I had called, I had talked to Q, like I don't know, see, and this is where I say if you say something, it happens, okay? Mm-hmm. 
So I was talking to Q and I was like, well, they haven't called me back because we were supposed to leave just before COVID hit. We were mm-hmm. supposed to leave, be there the 29th. I don't remember. And it was the 26th, the world shut, right? So we didn't, so I, I had never talked to him again. And I was like, I wonder if they're ever going to do it again. And I was sitting there thinking one day and then Q just happened to come in. I was like, hey, Q, would you go with me? If they call, swear to God, two weeks later. They called. Oh, shit. That's it. I, remember, says, uh, I remember we were at that uh, that golf tournament mm-hmm. and you made burritos. Oh, yeah. And you were like, I got a, I got a secret. And I was like, what? I'm not good at secrets. I know. I'm not supposed to tell anybody. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going on the, you know, mm-hmm. you told me you're going on the show and I was like, oh my God, like yeah. that is so freaking cool. I can't wait to watch it. And then watching it was just like, you could see, so cold. you could see the joy in your face, like it in your eyes. Beautiful. Like you, right. you were, it was my you were dream just, come yeah. True. Oh. It was literally my, literally my dream come true. If yeah. I could have my family there, then it would have been even better. But I think, um, God made that at the time it needed to happen mm-hmm. because I was in a dark, dark spot right. just before we got that call. Like yeah. I was in the super, dude, it, it like financial COVID, money, yeah. COVID, like it was COVID all a lot of super shit. depressed and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I was in a dark spot to make it. And it made something happen in that Brian, my, my sense is. Yes, dude, it showed me that I am nothing compared to what this world has to offer. Well, like I'm nothing one. compared to those freaking mountains. Like, I am like this big <laughs> yeah, compared to that goddamn fish. It's like the old good book says, you know, ask, tell God what your plans are. Yep. And you want to, that's, that's how you make God laugh. But you got to work for you tell him. Tell him your plans and then he laughs at you. But mm-hmm. hey, you know, that's great. Um, Let's turn it around a little bit. Give it a little bit of a, because, you know, you're giving me some tear jerkers here. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional here, so I think it's that time. Hey, I'm a teddy bear, bro. Don't look at this exterior as something that's, like, super tough all the time. I cry. I think if we hug, we're going to look like two little black bears. Two little black bears crying. (laughs) I love it. But I think it's that time, though. African-American bears, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guys. We're on the radio here. African-American bears. Oh, no. (laughs) But it is that time. We don't want to get canceled. New Mexico bears. seventh episode. New Mexico bears. New Mexico bears. It is that time. It's time to to, uh, put Maria on the back burner. The back burner. So, the back burner. Uh, We put five, uh, was it, uh, 45 seconds on the clock? Yep. And it's rapid-fire questions. You've got to answer to the best of your ability. Let's go. Are you ready for this? You go first, I'm going first. You go first. Got it. Kick it off. 45 seconds and... Wait, 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 and go. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Okay. Uh, favorite meal? Enchiladas. Favorite Kool-Aid? Red. Your last meal? Taco. <laughs> uh, best popcorn topping? Caramel. Favorite celebrity? Janet Jackson. Woo! Favorite chef? You. Ooh! <laughs> Favorite dish from one of us? Lobster raviolis. Woo! Favorite burqueño phrase? That's all bad, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, 10 seconds. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, red or green? We already know that one. Never mind. What's your favorite Monopoly piece? The shoe. I'm, I, you stumped us. Favorite cartoon character? What's <laughs> funny? Oh, that was Marie. a good one. I think you answered most of the questions, more of the questions than any one of our guests. 
Uh, I would, would would that be uh, accurate? Yeah, that would be accurate. Marie be just accurate. For sure. killed the back burner. She just she put the back burner in off. flames. Right she there. put the back burner on the back burner. I love it. The fact that when you ask somebody what's your favorite Kool-Aid flavor and they answer by color, that's, that that's how you accurate. know a real one, y'all. That's, that's how you know a real one. Red. I want red. <laughs> you got any red drink? Got that red drink? Yep. Nah, I want that purple stuff. That purple <laughs> stuff. Well, all right, uh, Marie, tell us about uh, Pocalillos. Tell us about Smoking Friends 46. Oh, and then tell us line. about you, uh, what you got coming down the pipeline. Touch, touch real quick on Smoking Friends 46 yes, before yes, we, we run out of time. Yeah. We so Smoking Friends 46 is my little food trailer that I built when I got back from Alaska. Mm -hmm. I had it in my head. I don't need all this shit in the food truck. So let me build what I want. So I built it and it's all dedicated to my dad because he showed me what food was. Otherwise, I'd be eating, really eating enchiladas and tacos. <laughs> so he showed me what food was and me and him have always grilled together and done stuff like that outside. He's taught me how to cook outside camping and stuff like that and I wanted to do something in his honor so we came up with Smoking Fred's 46. Can nice. I say the Barbecue. thing that I, that I love the most about you, Marie, is that you're always, you're so humble and that you're paying it back yeah. to to the, to the people. Me. You're giving the roses to the people that, that deserve them, you know, in uh, honor of your dad, in honor of your mother, you know, all this stuff, you know, so, you know, you know, well, keep doing what you're doing, Marie. If it wasn't for them kicking my we ass, bro, I would have eventually not listening. You know what I mean? So with the, <laughs> last couple, listening. with the last couple of minutes that we got, there's someone from Albuquerque is visiting um, here in New Mexico. Tell us, give us like just a quick where recap on where you would like to eat. Where I would like to the eat? The advice you'd want them to eat at. In New Mexico? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's so many places around New Mexico I want to eat. That like I've never eaten? No, that you, you love to eat. Well, of course your guys' spots. It's not bullshit. <laughs> I love tacos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come yeah. on. And you know which ones are my favorite is the Mama's Tacos. Oh, yeah. Yes, those, yeah. That's what I made today for Taco Tuesday. Uh, perfect. Um, I, dude, I go everywhere. I love Frank's Chicken Waffles. Mm. I love place. them. I, you know what I mean? I just think they have my red Kool-Aid there, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we go there. We go to Oni a lot. Uh -oh, uh, yes. Hit the shop a lot. Mm -hmm. There's like uh, El Charitos. Oh. Dude, the chicken fingers. The first time. The chi did you get chicken fingers? Literally two weeks ago. The steak fritters. Oh, or, oh my God. <laughs> Charitos. My, my daughter freaking munched on those. Yeah, bro. So, they're yes. so, they're Charitos, so good. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, we hit High Point for their mac and cheese. Like, there's just certain places I go for certain things because, you know, it's what you're hankering. And we ate Machuchi's the other day for brunch. Nice. You know what I mean? Because right. my mom had always wanted to go to Machuchi, so we took her to 25 on Sunday. Oh, nice. And, uh, but, yeah, dude, I just like the little local spots here. And I go to Pericos, too. I like their blautas. Pericos. And tamales. Anywhere. Mm. <laughs> it's tamale season. Varela's chicharrones are sexy. Oh, you're making me hungry, cabrón. Oh, yeah. <laughs> start having this you know what I mean like, we gotta start catering yeah Ooh, seriously man. we gotta start we gotta start I love bringing to eat. food having guests bring in their favorite meals and we'll do the same thing <laughs> alright have a bowl of chicharrones right seriously. there instead of M&M's seriously that's what that's that's New Mexico Come on. right there New Mexico yeah. well we're out of time uh, thank you so much for all the stories that you shared with us your memories all the great things that you're doing you know, learning about you and the family, we really appreciate it. It's great having you on the show, and and all the memories that you continue to make. Yes. You know, I mean, with us as well. Yeah, you're you're really like a trailblazer, and you're really setting the tone for all of us. Mm -hmm. You know, that look up to you know anybody who's an ambassador for the state, especially yep. a chef. You know, as chefs, 
you know, and so getting on TV and the way you present yourself and the way you represent our city, you know, I think it's, it's uh, amazing. It's beautiful to watch. Yes. And I'm so grateful yeah, yeah. to have you as a friend. <laughs> we are not worthy. You guys are my friends, like seriously. And I love you guys so much. So like anything I can do ever, I just like hanging out with you guys. I know, we're pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, like I cool. truly from my heart, like truly from my heart, if I tell somebody I love them, it's because I love them. I don't tell you that just because everybody says that these yes. days. Like if I tell you I love you, you I fucking this, love you. You understand? make this like an emotional thing. <laughs> your mouth, bro. <laughs> But for us, like, but for reals, for reals, like I do. I love you guys. I think everything you do for the community is fucking amazing. Thank you. You guys take a lot of part of your day to come do stuff like this so that people are aware of what the hell we're going through in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And that's not a lot of things that, as a chef and as a freaking owner, you guys know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not easy to just, okay, I'm going to block out these many hours for this and that. It's a lot, and it's right. hard. Mm -hmm. And I freaking commend the shit out of you guys. Like, you guys, seriously... I tell this to I tell this to Iz all the time too. You guys keep me going. <laughs> Watching your guys' shit, like there's days that I'm down and out and I'm like, oh the ladies cabron is wanna play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like you just have I just I just, I, you guys make me happy. And you guys, seriously, watching all your shit and like, you, you fool, make me fucking crack up every day. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how I'm talking to you, Dominic. Seriously. Seriously. But like, you guys, have, <laughs> you guys have, you guys have mad energy, dude, and it, 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 it revitalizes me every time I see it happening. Like, okay, oh. I'm not like alone in all this shit. So no, like, when we sure. talk and I call I you for, you. I call you for advice because I, I respect your advice, dude. I don't know everything. At all. <laughs> Not even close. I have to ask Raul how the hell to do frog legs that one night. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's happening. <laughs> you know, I make sandwiches. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that that goes to show what we're trying to do out here is to build our community of chefs, you know, especially because that's what we know. So I think if everybody can take something from this podcast, it's whatever kind of community you're a part of. If you're an archery or kung fu, whatever it is, just build a community around <laughs> yeah, community, you yeah. and talk to those people in your group, in your circle, right. because people need to talk and people need to, to vent some stuff out every now and then. And so it's always good to have a community to, surrounded around you to help you through these times. Exactly. Man. You would be surprised of how many people are going through the same shit that you are. Right, for sure. But sometimes it feels, I'm going to say, just my, out of my own experience, it's embarrassing to talk about these kind of things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, for years and years, have been embarrassed to talk about a lot of, like, taxes and all the shit that I've gone through. It's, it's embarrassing, right? It makes you look like you're not a good business owner and you're right. not, you don't know what the hell you're doing. And it's embarrassing to talk about that, but know that it happens to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it, it made me realize that because I talked to a lot of restaurateurs that have been in business for 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we've already gone through it, Marie. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's something that don't be embarrassed to talk about what's going on because that's the way you know that you're not alone. Absolutely. You can't you can't put community in your mouth and say I'm about the community without actually being about the community. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's like that's one thing that you 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 really mean it. Like when you say I got your back, like I know I can call you tomorrow and be like I need your help and you will f stop what you're doing and you would come. And, and that's what and that's what everybody says. If you say you're gonna do something, then do it. Then do it. You know what I mean? Don't don't back out at the end just because you just don't feel like right. it or you don't feel like you're gonna make money off it. It's not about money, it's about taking right. care of each other. Absolutely. Because if we don't take care of each other, we're never gonna none of us are gonna succeed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One hundred percent. That's why we Man, love you. Big wow. time emotional episode. Seriously, I got the feeling. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
there was I'm a, in my feels. All took us on the roller coaster ride, Marie, as always. Uh, okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell us where she's at? Where she? Oh. Uh, Slow roasted poquerios. We got 200 Lomas inside the Wells Fargo building. Inside. Um, Smoking Fred's 46 comes out whenever I can. <laughs> I don't make no promises, but I will be out on October 8th at Sandia. I think they're having a vendor fest or something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be making some brisket hash. Hopefully, let's see how the brisket comes out. Nice. And um, Soul Fest. Yeah. When is that? October 24th. You're gonna be comp you're doing the competition, right? Oh shit, huh? Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I always say yes. For our I don't know what I'm doing. For our project music yes, I'm gonna be there. Oh my god, you got me up against fucking Mighty Mike's dude. He makes good brisket. I don't think I can do that. We're gonna be interviewing him in an episode coming up, so I don't know if I can beat him. You, I can't. Hey. But as long as it makes money, I don't care to lose. You're <laughs> I'll lose on purpose as long as you guys make what you need to make. And everything goes out I'll lose that. with grace. Thank you very much for being here again. We're out of time. We love you. Thank you so much. Thank Marie you. Marie Aniguez, everybody. Thank you again. We love you. And we love are out. DJ Mitch the Kid. Take us out of here. Follow us at BackburnerPC on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Recorded and produced in Albuquerque, New Mexico. On the Backburner is hosted by Tristan Rogers of Hollow Spirits Distillery and Dominic Valenzuela of Taco 10. Produced by Three Birds Digital, LLC. Directed by Volek Media and Marketing. Audio engineered and edited by Mitch Pavelko. Podcast intro recorded and produced by Randy Savage. Find him at savagevo.com. Original music by Rocky Rhodes. Check out his music at soundcloud.com slash K-R-Z-M-A. Yeah, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling you too. Yo, yeah. What up, queen, what it do? It's been a minute since I seen you. I wonder what you been doing. Yeah, you probably doing what a queen do. Fanny Hollins and Balenciagas when it come to you. Cupid hit your boy with a semi-auto. From beta, baby mama, yeah. Don't be afraid to tell me what's the matter. Huh. I pull up in a Grammy outta. I'm just a good fella like Rayleigh outta. And you know you got that good love, yeah. You know your boy trying to pull love. Cause you know about that real hip hop girl. And I've been going through a lot, girl. My heart pump blood, but it's caged up. And you know you got the keys to the lock, girl.